In this episode, we are winging it. Are we? We are. Oh. <laughs> this is a last minute, shit, I gotta get to work. Let's record a podcast. <laughs> but I've got some good content, not to worry. And we're back in the studio. Yes, love that. It took a while Dear to get God. that last podcast out. But we did it. Well, you did it. <laughs> yep. And it was great to have Kimberly back to back. You know, and we can get into this later. I want to have a meet and greet. Here in the DMV area. Yeah. Uh, and, and invite Kimberly and Diana, for sure. They're all here now. Might as well invite Brother Ben. I mean, he is also oh, part of yeah. the show. Okay. Yeah. All right. Don't leave out our brother. <laughs> Should we fly Sister Fanny back, check in? <laughs> oh, God, that'd be awesome. She can uh, tell him off in person. It'd be perfect. I like it. Okay, I guess we should get to the episode. Let's do it. Be right back. Hey everybody, welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl trying to figure out her life. I'm Mary. I'm Shelly. I almost forgot again. <laughs> well, it's been a while. <laughs> I again. I mean, not really. Uh, we're getting back on track. Yeah, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. I guess the Airbnb is pretty much put together. We've, yeah. We've got renters. Pretty, pretty much put together <laughs> and booked out through the summer. So, um, yeah. yeah. We'll be doing little things here and there. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like I'm taking the kiddos down for the next few days. Yeah. Cross uh, your fingers, no jellyfish. Be good. Be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure when it, or if any time during the summer they appear. I mean, this is our first summer. That's true. And we'll let you know. So, no we idea. We'll let you know. I will be at my sister's because my mother fell and broke her collarbone. Wah, wah. Yeah. So she's been convalescing. Is that an old lady word? You like that? Yeah, I liked it. Okay. At my sister's house. And I guess there's a nurse coming in a couple days a week now, which is awesome yeah. for her. So yeah, going down, my other sister and her husband are in town. So I'll be there this week mm-hmm. working. I will not be. I was with you down there last week. Yep. Last weekend we went down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And your mom is such a joy to be around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I know. Oh my God, you guys. So <sighs> remember, so listeners don't remember. I was telling Shelly, she remembers maybe that my sister who's from out of town is staying at my mother's apartment mm-hmm. with her husband mm-hmm. and they're having it cleaned. They had someone come in well, that's great, kind of them, because your mom could barely move. Oh, even she can't before do it anymore. Fell, and so. I've ordered cleaners for her before. We went and cleaned the place. We went and cleaned. The next time I had someone come in and clean, and now they had someone come in and clean. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it didn't sit well with my mother. I don't know why. I don't know if she just wasn't prepared. No, they I think did she wanted anyway. to complain to her friend. Well, she definitely wanted to complain to her friend. What'd she say? She said, "Well, I guess they think I'm a slob." <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash, Catherine, every 89-year-old person is a slob because you can't clean up after yourself. And that's Uh, okay. Oh, my God. It is okay. Oh, my God. How about a little gratitude, lady? That'd be cool. We're all dropping everything to help Mm -hmm. you out. Mm -hmm. You're living at my sister's. We're trying to bring in extra help. We're trying to have things clean. Like, what? Uh, You know— I have no words. It casts a light on us— and how we somehow think that as people age, they're going to get nicer. Newsflash. No, 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 no. They don't. <laughs> like, to Why think, do we think that? Well, to think that your mom would suddenly be grateful. Why would she suddenly be grateful? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. She was on pretty good behavior, but— She couldn't keep it there. <laughs> no, and she's just so strange. I remember when we were getting ready to go, I told her I'd be back in a week or so. Mm-hmm. And 
She looked at me all forlorn and she said, "Uh, but I love you. (laughs) (laughs) What is that supposed to like? What's uh, the message? You can't I leave can say, me. Oh, I love you. I love you and not, but I love, like, what's this but I love? Okay, <laughs> I so I'll know. stop what I'm doing because, but you love me. I know. I don't know. I can't even interpret what she's saying half the time. It's critical. Yeah. I'm manipulative. Yeah. You just That's try rough. to learn to tune it out. For sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Uh, I have my own story. Oh, yeah? So uh, my ex, uh, Brent, flew out to Utah to visit his family. And brought with him all of our kids, and I asked him if he would take our kids to go see my parents mm-hmm. just for a few minutes. Because, um, you know, they're old. It might never happen. I don't know if I would ever be able to take all of them out on my own dime. I see. Uh, so, thankfully, he agreed. Thank you, Brent. And they had a great time, I'm sure. You know, I got lots of cool pictures. And then I talked to my dad later, and he's, you know, of course, has to brag about how he bought them pizza, and it was all great and everything. And <laughs> How many pizzas did he buy for that oh huge crew? He's like, oh, they ate three whole pizzas. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like thinking, Dad. 20 people or something? Yeah, my two, my three <laughs> teenage boys could eat three whole pizzas. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Anyway, my kids probably starved a bit, drank a bunch <laughs> of root beer, and tried to, tried to fill their tummies. Anyway, he, he's like the old school is going to complain about the cost of everything. Whatever. <laughs> so keep in mind, here are my kids who actually have gone out to not see them, to see the other side of the family, which there's a ton of cousins and everything, right? They sat in a car for a long drive down from American Fork area on a hot day to sit outside and eat pizza with my senile parents, right? And my dad, as he's telling me that how much they enjoy the pizza, then he says, but that Lincoln, you know, he really, he really needs to get a haircut. <laughs> what the fuck, dad? So Lincoln has the most gorgeous, long, curly brown hair, similar to Jesus. <laughs> And so I told, well, actually, maybe. I, well, that's, here's the thing. When my dad first said that, I was kind of taken aback and I just didn't say anything. Um, but then when I talked to him again, because he has no memory anymore, he said the exact same thing about the pizza, blah, blah, and then mentioned Lincoln needs a haircut. And I said, Dad, his hair is just like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And my dad goes, no, it's not. I said, well, yeah, it is, Dad. Look at the pictures. And my dad goes, well, Jesus never wore his hair in a bun. I guess Lincoln had his hair up in a man <laughs> top bun. Top knot. The top mm-hmm. knot. And uh, I go, well, how do you even know, Dad? And then, of course, he changed the subject. <laughs> so my point being like, why? Why did you have to say that? Why did you have to say something about my son's appearance? Because it doesn't align with what you think he should look like. And why— Take the fun out of a a really enjoyable afternoon by saying something judgmental. Yeah. And of course, my mom, she's such a sweetheart. She's in the background on the phone. I kept hearing her say, Terry, just stop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She can't stand him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she knows he's a judgmental asshole. Uh, That's true. That's so true. I know. My mom hates when he judges people. She hates it. What if your dad and my mother had ever gotten married? They would be like a judgmental power couple. They would go on like like nationwide tours, worldwide tours. <laughs> it was the judgiest uppity religious couple in America, these two. Of course, they would never agree on religion. Well, of course not. That's true. <laughs> Catherine and Terry. Because Catherine would think One Terry is a cult. to judge them all. <laughs> One couple to judge them all. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They would both say that each other were in a— No, your mom would say that my dad was in a cult, uh-huh. and my dad would say that your mom has not yet found the truth. Mm-hmm. He's open her heart. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. Why don't we all just open our hearts and shut our mouths? <laughs> yeah. How about that? Shut your mouth, open your heart, get out of the fucking cult. Speaking of cults, yeah. there's a Facebook group that I'm in. So a missionary joined this group. It's an Exmo group. 
An Exmo group and a mission, a current missionary joint. You know, sometimes they'll join and kind of troll, or they'll join and sort of pretend like they're questioning the church, and then they'll come at you like with truth, truth Truth. in the hugest quotations (laughs) Uh ever. But this kid, I think, is is legit. Like he's on his mission. He's been there for a year. Um, he told his girlfriend that he was starting to question. She basically threatened to leave him. Which, really? Of course. Like, you would never. You can't bring that guy home to no. mom and dad. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. No. Like, wow. if you're, if the missionary that you were writing starts to question his faith, bye-bye. Dear John, bye-bye. <laughs> That's love right there. Just true. Well, they probably <laughs> knew each other for like three weeks, and then they uh-huh. left on his mission. They've been writing each other. But mm-hmm. anyway, I feel bad for the kid. He's just went in one of those situations where it's like, I've been out here a year. Super questioning. Mm. Things are feeling off. This is not the best two years of my life. Right. What do I do? And so to see the people's comments, some people are like, you know, leave the fucking church, which, yes, basically leave the fucking church. But there's also this thing of, you know, if you come home a year early. The shame. The shame. What a scandal. Mm -hmm. You know, you suck. There's disappointing your family. There's fear of losing your family's monetary support for college. Oh. So many, so, so many missionaries out there are out there because their parents promise them they will pay for their college. Bribe them? Yeah, bribery, total bribery. Wow. And it's easy for us to say, well, tell them, fuck you and your money. Mm-hmm. Easy to say, but when you're a 19, 20-year-old kid, yeah. well, even when you're a 40-something-year-old kid, hello, like me. You still are sort of— Well, you're in a shitty spot. We're in a tight spot. We're in a tight spot. <laughs> um. Anyway, I'm yeah. just saying I feel for that kid. And well, for sure. I'll keep up with it. I mean, until you are like grown ass adult yeah. living on your own with your own income, yeah, you're really not free of your parents. Oh, of course not. You still have to abide by their stupid rules when you live under their roof. Yeah, it's just how it goes. This kid has also said he's mentioned a few things to his missionary companions. Not anything deep, but like some... like he's starting to think it's all fake. Yes, but not in so many <laughs> words. Um, and instant like blockage oh. from the companions. You know, oh, we need to read our scriptures more. Like, okay, mm. well, bore yourself to death. <laughs> um, so consequences for him if he leaves. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend, bye-bye, which I think he should bye-bye the girlfriend anyway if she's that person. Well, for sure. Yeah, parents, shame, guilt, money. <sighs> Just fucking sucks. It fucking sucks all the strings that are attached mm-hmm. um, that you will get if you believe a lie. Yeah, and if he is in a Mormon community— that's even more pressure to stay in mm-hmm. and do the right thing. By the way, he's in Massachusetts right now. So if anyone's in Massachusetts, yeah. hit me up. I'll tell you his name. You can go find him. Oh, okay. It's a big, well, I was going to say it's a big state. No, it's not really a big not. state. Not. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's in Texas. No, no, I don't even think he's in the Boston area. So it's going to be like teeny tiny. Okay. Uh, hmm. I could be wrong. Anyway, hit me up. I'll let you know his name. You can track him down and be like, just go. Uh huh. Just get out and go. Well, he could pretend he's going to, um, you know, a, what do they call him? An investigator. Mm-hmm. Their house mm-hmm. and just go to this Exmo's house and just hang out. Yeah, but what about his companion? Ditch the companion. <laughs> breaking the law. Breaking the law. <laughs> Fucking companion. Um, which reminds me again, a lot of you people out there who have missionaries knock on your door, I would ask you, I would implore thee, be nice. You never know. One of them might be questioning, mm-hmm. might need just a nice Exmo to invite them in and be kind without listening to their bullshit. Be mm-hmm. kind and be like, help them feel like there's a safe place if they want to go down that rabbit hole of— I'd just be like, who the fuck is Nephi? 
<laughs> I still don't get it. You know who Nephi is now. You can't play that know. fucking game. <laughs> still mm-hmm. have questions. Whatevs. <laughs> anyway, that was kind of a big circular, mm-hmm. weird tangent thing. To talk about parents? Mm-hmm. Well, we could talk about our fun evening with Kimberly and Diana oh my the gosh. other night. It's like the stars and the moon aligned. <laughs> And uh-huh. Jupiter and Saturn collided oh, or some shit. I don't know. Something right in the universe that we <laughs> it's have. cosmic. It's cosmic. Um, we have been able to have myself, yourself, Diana, and Kimberly Anderson all in the same city recently. Yeah. We've been hanging. And I think we're going to do a podcast episode together. I think we wrote that on the calendar. For yeah. Like the, we're going to record it, I think, the 17th or something. I mean, we don't were drinking us. a little bit, but <laughs> a lot I did it. write it down. Did you? Uh-huh. Did you? I sure yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a good foursome. Yeah, that'll a, be a fun one. A foursome. A, fru- a fruple. A foursome to be <laughs> reckoned, reckoned with. with. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More to come on that. You have a letter to read. I do have a letter to read. Yeah. This was a handwritten letter. So a couple things. Yes. Handwritten letter. By the way, hear the letter? Yeah, I, I hear paper. Tara. Writing in pink is bullshit. I can barely see it. <laughs> because you took the time, I am going to make an attempt to read this. Shelly's like, do you want to read this? I'm like, I can't read it. I just can't read it. <laughs> I knew Mary's old ass eyes wouldn't be able to handle it. So my young ass it's eyes. It's like light pink highlighter on white paper is what it looks like. And the, the handwriting is very straight up and down and oh. slightly veered to the left. Does that mean she's left-handed? I don't know. Huh, I don't know. Anyway, we love our handwritten letters. And Does by it mean the way, she's a lesbian based on the writing. Hundred percent. Let me look. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe it says it when we get into it. I have actually not even read it yet, so this isn't going to be a first time for me. Mm. By the way, someone can't remember who wrote in or messaged me or something and asked us to please check our PO box because she must have sent something. Oh yeah. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> we will get there. It's still, whatever it is, it's still sitting there. Yeah. Can't wait. And thank you. We actually. Love, love getting things sent to us, but you do need to let us know that you sent us. It's one of Shelly's love languages. Is, gifts. Is gifts. True. Yeah. What's our P.O. box? Just go to our contact page. I don't know. <laughs> Latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. It's, yeah, yeah. It's right there. there. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> Along with how to write us uh, an email. It's true. Mm-hmm. But the handwritten ones are so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Unless they're in If you pink. can read them. All right. Let's see how we do here. <laughs> By the way, this one starts off with a trigger warning, so be aware. Sexual Assault and Abuse. Oh, okay. Dear Shelly and Mary, this was written on 5-121. Hi, I'm so sorry. I know handwritten letters are a pain, but I love them. They're not a pain. Well, if you can read them. (laughs) (laughs) Where was I? We're just giving you a hard time. Okay, of course. I'll put my email at the end for your convenience. I found your podcast a couple months ago and can't stop listening. I'm finally caught up. A little background. I grew up Mormon in Missouri, the promised land. Yeah, you did. My entire family, including my whole dad's side of the family, were Mormon as well. I was the perfect little Mormon girl growing up, baptized at eight, seminary, young women's medallion. Shit. She got the medallion. What does that mean? Medallion. It's like you you did the equivalent, but not really the equivalent of duty to God. Like the boys get duty to God. And girls get, young women's medallion, I can sew and shit. Is it like a badge? Like a It's a medallion. Is anyone listening? It's a medallion that you hang from your neck, a medallion. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it gold? Uh, (laughs) No, and I think it probably turns your neck green. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Shit, where was I in this pink writing? Um, Medallion, there we go. 
The whole time things started going up on my shelf when I was 12. And I'm happy to announce that I officially decided to leave the church about a year ago. Woohoo! Oh, yeah! Nice. For me, my shelf shattered when I learned how the church handles sexual abuse and sexual assault. Hint, they don't handle it. Mm. My shelf was already pretty full by the time I was 15. I got assaulted for the first time then and started hearing the terrible things the church said, Mm. shared. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got myself into a really abusive relationship that ended up in a lot of sexual abuse and sexual assault. Um, That's awful. It sucks, and I hate that the church and others will continually blame that person. You know, don't fucking judge people's trauma. It is not the victim's fault ever. Period. End of story. Girls often are just taught to various things. Like if you— don't go along with everything the boy is saying. That's shameful, potentially, or yep. you're risking uh, acceptance. Acceptance. And, yeah. There's so much pressure around that whole mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. And victim shaming and blaming. Uh, fuck you, church. Yeah. Seriously. Fuck you hard. Uh, in a God. way that you won't enjoy. I'm having a hard time finding a religion, an organized religion specifically, that doesn't have some kind of hang-up yeah. for me, you know? And there are some that are obviously way better than others, mm-hmm. way better. But I don't it's know. just still this this disconnecting you from your own way of wanting to believe. I feel like religions are a mediator between either you and the universe, mm-hmm. you and God, you and Buddha, you and whatever. And they all run on your money. They basically all run <laughs> on your money. And why do you need some kind of middleman? You don't. I mean, okay, I get it. If you're going to a church that you feel like is super loving and accepting and— And you enjoy the community and— And you enjoy the community aspect. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It's not for me. Same. um, But I I see an appeal to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when it comes to handling these crises and churches either put their head in the sand like it's not happening, it's not happening, or— Victim blame mm-hmm. or some other adverse reaction. Yeah. You know what I Why mean? Why were you drinking? Oh, sure. Why were you in the men's dorm that night? Right. What have you? Yeah. Uh, it just makes my skin crawl and I yeah. want to start punching people. Yeah. And so, yeah, I tend to, I sort of tend to lump religions in the same category and I shouldn't do that. Well, and it could very well be because of what we do for a living here as podcasters. It's like we hear the worst of the worst of we the worst. We do. We do. And my story, being Mormon, the worst of the worst of the worst— and people typically don't write in with their wonderful religion stories. Mm-hmm. But again, I just— You, you see know, more I'm, harm I'm, than I'm, good. I'm, I'm jaded. I really am. Yeah, you I see am. more harm than good. Yes, for me and for probably the bulk of our listeners. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not like, if you're in a religion, leave it. Well, unless you're in Mormonism, yeah, leave that fucking cult. <laughs> I just, at the point where I don't want anyone telling me what to believe or how to believe it. Right. It's, it really is like this blockage between me and my life experience. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, you know, I know we do that Who's Your Sky Daddy segment, which I love, by the way. (laughs) It's pretty awesome. But when you start to think about the ways in which we, if we're believing in a God, a humanistic sort of God figure, a man up in heaven with a robe and the whole business Mm -hmm. that is basically in control of all our lives, if you really buy into that, then it's heartbreaking because— like in my situation, I found my father dead at 12, and my loving father in heaven allowed me to witness that 
And well, that was it, God's plan for you, And Mary. have it forever seared into my brain yeah. and create trauma. Right. So that was God's plan for me to have trauma. You needed to learn something, and that's what you'll hear. That's bullshit. It's total bullshit. You wouldn't, as a parent, thrust your child into a situation like that. No. There's no way a loving parent would do that. I would never. No. Oh, there is, And there is nothing that my children could learn that would benefit them by finding their father dead. Right. So this same loving parent is going to allow child trafficking to mm-hmm. exist. You know, so where's this vengeful God that the Old Testament talks about? Where's the revenge on people that are abusive to other people? Well, there is because remember he sent the she bears to kill the children who were making fun of the bald man? <laughs> Back then, where are the she bears now? <laughs> yeah, why aren't we the she bears fucking, fucking she-bears. shredding up these, these <laughs> child traffickers? Exactly. Or anyone who's like a child molester. I mean, come on. Like, look, where's the she bears? Where are the she bears? Yeah, it's because it's bullshit. We know this. Yeah, so I can't get behind a God that would blatantly allow stuff like that and then. Find somebody's great parking spot. Oh, glory to God. You know, I got a great parking spot. Yeah. I just hate this bullshit. Why is it difficult to find community that's without religion, that you can do the same things that religion should be doing, like taking care of the poor and the needy? Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's communities out there, I'm sure, that do that. Mm -hmm. Do you have to get together on Sundays and read from from the good book and judge each other? Like, People need community, yeah. 100%. Where is the community for people who don't want to have someone telling them how to believe, how to pray? Well, it's tough. It's tough sometimes to find communities out of a religious situation. I mean, you found the gym. That sure, became sure your community. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, actually. Some people do book clubs or tennis clubs. My cousin is in a cornhole league. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's ways to find community. Yeah. Church is just really obvious. It's true. Yeah. I guess if you can find a community and still want to do that part of giving back mm-hmm. to the community, you yeah. you can do that. No one's saying that you can't set up a, a, a blood drive or mm-hmm. a, whatever. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. But there's ways to do it. But I just think religion is just so seeped into everything. And that's what people have used for so long as a crutch, as a way of life. As a way to judge others. As a way to judge others. As, as a, way a way to feel superior. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A way to feel saved. Now you're safe. I'm saved. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was a bit of a tangent, yeah. but it sure was. But that's okay. Thank you. Back to the letter. Yeah. All right. Switch sides of the paper. Tara continues. I was so broken. The church tells us that sexual assault isn't real. What? It's just sex, and therefore you're breaking the law of chastity. Oh my god. And did something that's basically murder. Oh Thanks, my Holland. Yeah, that was taught. Wow. I somehow took all of that to heart and also completely rejected the church after that. When I talked to my bishop about it, I was questioned like crazy. Was I sure? Are you just covering it up? That doesn't seem right. Mm. I know I'm extremely lucky that he didn't ask any sexual questions. It Uh wasn't that bad, I guess. So I definitely won Bishop Rick Roulette. Oh, my God. It's funny that the fact that the bishop did not ask sexual questions means it wasn't that bad. But you're still a child sitting in an office with a man— and he is essentially making you feel guilty because you have been sexually assaulted and you need to repent. Isn't that funny how right. as, Mormonism, as Mormons you're like, it wasn't so bad because he didn't. Yeah, he didn't cross this crazy boundary, but he did all these other ones. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> put, the, put that in like uh, the context of an abusive relationship. He doesn't actually hit me. You know, he just squeezes my arm sometimes and says mean things. But he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't like hit me, uh-huh. you know, so yeah. it's, it's not that bad. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. 
And it's fucked up. And I'm so sorry, Tara, that you've had to go through that and that that's the mental state that you were in is that it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it, but, you it, know— it, it was that bad. Everyone in Mormonism is taught to believe what the bishops say, yeah. believe what the elders say. You brush it under the rug. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that actually was that bad, you brush it under the rug. You do. Put it on your shelf. Shelf it up, baby. Okay, Tara continues, on a more positive note, I think I'm surviving now that I've left the church. I figured out maybe my sexuality, I'm gay. Woo! I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Yay, she says. I'm no longer constantly self-harming or suicidal. The church really did make my life so much worse. Oh, Thank sorry. you so much for your podcast. It's helped me heal things I didn't even know needed healing. I'm so sorry this is so long. Don't apologize for the length. Apologize for the fucking pink-ass handwriting. Um, I get it if you don't read all of it. Guess what? We did. We just read all of it. Love, Tara R. Thanks, Tara R. Mm. Thanks for sharing your story. Seriously, thanks yeah. for bringing Brave and uh, letting everyone hear your story. There's healing in that, and we've talked about that before. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm guessing your part bringing up that you won Bishopric Roulette, it wasn't that bad will now trigger something in other people to be like, yeah, I thought mine wasn't that bad Anytime either. Anytime you have to go in front of somebody who you, is in a position of respect and like confess how you're a bad person or how you're sinful or what you did, that's awful. It's horrible. That's it's a abusive. humiliating, abusive situation. Go to a never-mo or an ex-mo therapist. Tell them your story and watch their jaw drop. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. They will not be like, well, it wasn't that bad. They'll be like, oh, <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Fuck. Uh -huh. That's how when I finally went to a Nevermo therapist, that was the response. What the fuck? I know. Good Lord. Tara, thank you for writing in. Uh, I think we just said the name of the uh, URL for contact, but I'll say it again. If say you'd like again. to write us a letter, please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. Mm -hmm. Please and thank you. And let us know that you sent one <laughs> so I can sure. remember to pull over to the post office, which is literally <laughs> on the road that I drive by every day going to work. Just saying. That is true. Mm -hmm. So no excuse on None. our end. Zero. Okay. Should we take a break maybe? Yeah, let's take a commercial break and I don't know, get to some more stuff when we get back. Do it. Okay. Be right back. We're back. Uh, all right. Hi. So we haven't done one of these in a while. Q intro. What they said. What they said to get into the group. You just, you stole my. I know I stole your line. <laughs> I'm just gonna sulk while you do your little segment over there. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, the Latter Day Lesbian Podcast Discussion Group on Facebook is run by our moderators, Jamie, Jessa, and Alice. Thank you, ladies, so much. We appreciate your help with that. Okay. So this is about what are the names of Mary and Shelley's dogs. Wait, do, if people are just listening for the first time, what the fuck is this segment anyway? This is what they said to get into the Facebook group, <laughs> Shelley. <laughs> I guess that's self-explanatory. Okay, We have on. a Facebook discussion group. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Latter-day Lesbian Podcast Discussion yeah, Group yeah. on Facebook. I, I know, <laughs> but people have to answer questions to get into the they group. And some of the questions they don't know the answers to. So we're just like, make up some funny shit. We'll let you in anyway, because we're nice like that. And then the moderators, <laughs> Alice, Jessa, and Jamie, are kind enough to then send us the funny ones. Okay. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Go. <laughs> Everyone feel fully explained, <laughs> too? <laughs> All right. So in answer to what are the names of Mary and Shelley's dogs, 
Lo and behold. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Next two dogs. There you go. There you motherfucking go. Mm-hmm. Probably not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like this one. Uh, Bet and Tina. So that is a shout out to the L word right there. Oh, really? Yeah. Bettina? Is that a Bet person? and Tina. There's two people, Bet and Tina. Oh, I didn't know. They're lesbians. That's a nice shout out. On the L word. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to just do one more right here. What are the names of Mary and Shelley's dogs? Eddie and Domino. Got it right. And then to go on, I think it's Eddie that farts all the time and envelops Shelly in his gases. LOL. I think you're right. It, it's Eddie, isn't it? Uh, probably. <laughs> He's disrespectful like that, so yeah. He's the gassy one. <laughs> do they make doggy Beano? They should. I know. I wonder if you give him like— I bet they do, like dog gas stuff. Maybe. Uh, did he have different food that day? I don't Who the I, hell I don't knows? Know. Did they who get the in the trash? Knows? I don't know. Who knows? Well, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Were your kids over and feeding them whatever? Mm-hmm. That could have been. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Lots of options as to what happened, what and, caused the stench. Yeah. And for some reason, it's always on your side of the table. Hmm. Is that true? Has it never been on your side? Um, Maybe not as often. Huh. It's It's more on your side. Well, they do like me more. I guess they do. Okay. There's, okay. there's pros and cons there. <laughs> yep. Okay, what's next on your list? All righty. So a while ago, a listener by the name of Beck Johnson. Yeah, I double named it. Wow. I know. You related? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe. (laughs) I mean, Johnson and Johnson, right? (laughs) Anyway, she was like, hey, check this out. And uh, gave a link to a 1972... What is this? Ensign, New Era, probably Ensign. And what's Church Ensign magazine. again? Church Magazine. Church Magazine. Yeah, okay. yeah. And How is it not Ensign, by the it way? It should be, but the church, <laughs> yeah, the church renamed everything because God said. Okay. So she says, for your consideration, number one, a 1972 steaming pile of misogyny entitled A Letter to Girls About Lady Missionaries. Ooh. Yeah, we'll be reading that one. And she says, if you survive that, take a quick gander at the titles of two of the other articles in the October 1972 Ensign. Maybe I'm just filthy-minded, but really, none of the editing staff noticed. This Hmm. cracks me up. So I'm going to go over those right now. So one of the titles to one of the articles is called, Happiness is Three a Day. What? (laughs) Here's another one. The Skill of a Man's Right Hand. What the fuck? <laughs> They're so stupid. They don't even get the these titles or like of a man's right hand. <laughs> what if you're left-handed? What if you're a lefty? <laughs> Left-handed were never treated well in the Bible. So why should Mormons true. Uh, do any do any different? better? It's so funny how they're just so damn stupid. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna read this letter. So this is written. Oh, you know what? We were gonna have this. Uh, uh, she said what? Can we do that. Oh, she said what? Mm-hmm. Okay, on three or on one? Mm, three. One, two, three. She said what? That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) They always are. Well, the she that we're referring to here is Lana or Lana. Probably Lana. L-A-N-A. Okay. Lana Mangelson. Mangelson. Who's this? She is a returned lady missionary. Oh, a lady missionary. Lady. You are my lady. She's not my lady. lady. (laughs) Hey, Lana. Not my lady. Okay. Yeah, she wrote this in October of 1972. Um, this is a letter to girls about lady missionaries. I bet she was wearing a skirt and pantyhose as she wrote this. Oh, of course she was. <laughs> in closed-toed shoes. Okay. Having returned recently from a mission, I am 
bursting <laughs> with the desire to tell the world about the joy I had as a sister missionary. We desire all to hear this. Yeah. If you are now a sister missionary or would like to become one, you make up a minority of sisters in the church who are quite unique. Oh. As a sister missionary, you become destined for many wonderful experiences and blessings because you have chosen to serve the Lord in this manner. Oh, like housewifery? <laughs> uh-huh. Subservient wife? Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. I like it. Yeah. At your and kids beck and call uh-huh. 24-7? Uh-huh. All this can be yours. Sign up today. Here are some ideas that might help you in your calling. First, examine your attitude. It shows in all you do, whether it is negative or positive. This is very important. I just put my hands on my hips. You did. I saw several sisters lose much of their effectiveness because of a negative or hesitant attitude. Hmm. Sister missionaries are sometimes plagued with questions such as, I wonder if I should be here, or perhaps I should have married instead. Why is that the only other option? Because you're a girl. Those are the only options. Mormons, just fucking stop. (laughs) These are questions that must be given deep consideration before the mission and then placed aside after one is out in the field. Yeah, you don't get to like think or have feelings or or reservations or regrets or anything on the mission. Well, because you have a a specific task in front of you. Mm -hmm. Going door to door. Door to door. (laughs) (laughs) Once the decision to be a missionary is made, remind yourself that you are glad to be an instrument in the hands of the Lord, for mm-hmm. this short period of time, strive always to be a faithful handmaiden Ooh. of the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> God's handmaiden. Y'all watch that Hulu <laughs> series, right? right? Just saying. <laughs> Next. I like to be an instrument of the Lord. What can I be? I want to be an auto harp. Remember those? Did, did you ever play an auto harp? In, um... I, I picture you more as like a kazoo of the Lord. <laughs> I'm God's kazoo? How <laughs> <laughs> about um, jug band? I'll be in a like, like a it. washboard. I'll be a washboard. Oh, God's washboard. God's washboard. It's <laughs> <laughs> my next bumper sticker. God's washboard, bitches. <laughs> washboard for Jesus. <laughs> Can I keep reading? Yeah, please continue. There are certain covenants and sacrifices that are required of both elders and sisters in the mission field, but sisters must sometimes make certain sacrifices that elders are not required to make. Oh my goodness! Yeah, like wearing pantyhose and let's see. The second thing, then, you can do to improve your effectiveness is to decide specifically what special efforts you must be willing to maintain, what sacrifices you must make in order to receive those blessings that come only, only, only to successful missionaries and faithful servants of the Lord. What are these sacrifices? We're getting there. Shit. Okay. We got, we got a build to this climax. <laughs> oh, I don't think she's climaxing. I think <laughs> I she think never has and never it. will. Okay. <laughs> She doesn't even know where that's no. at. That special Mm-mm. spot. Should special we tell her? Spot. No. Okay. God, I think we'd throw her for a loop. She wouldn't know what to do with the information. We'll, we'll tell her what to do. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, the principle of sacrificing in order to be worthy of blessings is not new. In section 97 of the Doctrine and Covenants, fake scripture, we read... <laughs> Isn't all scripture fake if I'm just saying, okay. Depends on your point of view. Verily I say unto you, all among them who know their hearts are honest and are broken, and their spirits contrite, and are willing to observe their covenants by sacrifice, yea, every sacrifice which I, the Lord, shall command. Mm. They are accepted of me. So sacrifice all your shit and then I'll love you. Oh, well, for sure. It's Mm -hmm. always conditional. Of course. With Mormon God, for sure. Of course. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. 
One of the most apparent sacrifices that a sister must make grows out of the fact that in many ways, proper physical appearances is more difficult for her to maintain than it is for an elder. Proper physical appearance. Keep reading. (laughs) There are missions in the world where the sisters still ride bikes. Is that bad? And though the elders do too, it's a bit easier for them to participate in or come away from such an experience presenting a proper picture. Because they have one hole and not two? Uh-huh, uh-huh. What's the problem with riding a bike? I, are is you supposed it, to ride a sad, side saddle? Is it like, about I your don't, crotchal region? Or you're, you you got to wrap your skirt around your ankles? I don't know. Well, they don't go all the way to the ankles, do they? The skirts? I don't know. Back in the 70s, maybe they had to. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Either way, I'll keep reading. Okay. Appearance is one area where a sister must sacrifice the tendency to rationalize by claiming she has neither the time nor the opportunity to keep herself neat and clean. It takes <laughs> ingenuity and planning, but it can be done if she sees its importance. The Holy Ghost works only in a certain type of vessel. Oh, okay. (laughs) You better have the right vessel. (laughs) You better get your vessels figured out. Holy Ghost is going (laughs) to fill those holes, baby. So I'm not sure what kind of ingenuity is required. Well, I'm hoping we get there. (laughs) For for (laughs) making yourself presentable. I used my calculus. (laughs) I never thought I'd use that. The Pythagorean (laughs) theorem says, Uh all right, the spirit may work through an individual who is pure in heart, but it works at its greatest strength through a person who is in all things pure and clean. How does she know? Did she and the spirit have have a talk? Yeah. Spirit was filling her holes. <laughs> the spirit set out some expectations, uh-huh. set some boundaries. <laughs> yeah. So here's what we're going to do, sister. <laughs> here's what I expect. If you want me to fill your vessel, you got to sign your name right here to well, this. Well, yeah. that's the only thing filling her vessel. So she's probably like, sign me up for that. <laughs> I need my vessel filled. <laughs> no one's filling my vessel. <laughs> Okay, moving on. (laughs) Have you noticed how there's just so much fucking fun to be made sexually in the Mormon church? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, it's just so dying for us to They leave it wide open, Ah, shall we say. I like it. (laughs) Insert joke here. Oh, Ah, nice. Well played. Thank you. Okay. I think I'm rubbing off on you. Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, Commercial break. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. A sister missionary may be a wonderful person inside, but she must try to keep her physical appearance just as radiant. Otherwise, the Holy Ghost cannot influence her in the fullest sense, and she will miss out on needed guidance and comfort. So if you're fugly, the Holy Ghost ain't coming. <laughs> so that was part of their initial like conversation when he was when the Holy Ghost was setting up guidelines. It's mm-hmm. like, be pretty. Make yourself pretty for yeah. me. I will not fill your vessel. <laughs> Unless you're attractive. Oh, my God. Uh, Moving on. Well, continuing on. I can't wait to hear how you do this, how you beautify yourself to be fitting for the Holy Ghost. I don't know how I'm reading this without throwing up. (laughs) Okay, so blah, blah, blah. Holy Ghost can't influence you if you're ugly. I realize very well the obstacles faced. Many are the times when it seems absolutely impossible to maintain the proper standard of appearance. In the mission field where I labored, we were normally interviewed by the president at conference time. In most cases, we traveled to the conference and did not do normal missionary work at this time. Thus, it was easier to make a presentable appearance, and of course, we always tried to look our very best. One particular time, however, the president made a tour of all the cities to interview each missionary. It happened that our interviews were to be early in the morning. 
We did our best to get ready and then realized that it was raining heavily outside. Oh, no. I will never forget the shocked look on the face of the president and his assistant as we drove up to the small meeting hall on our motorbikes. I have to admit that we must have presented an amusing sight, emerging out of the early morning darkness, draped completely in our drab, shapeless rain ponchos, hunched over our bikes with rain dripping off our noses and chins. Oh, my goodness. It looked like drowned rats. Yeah, I'm glad that the uh, the men in your mission felt free to kind of, like, gasp at how you looked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the Holy Ghost was like, I am the fuck I'm out not. of here. They got rain dripping off the noses <laughs> I am. They are Out. not presentable. <laughs> if a sister can laugh at those times when a radiant appearance is impossible and works smartly behind the scenes to look her best when it is possible— she will feel better about herself. She will look better to others. And the spirit will be better able to work through her. Mm-hmm. For she will be a pure and holy vessel inside and out. I, I'm so confused. So if you can maintain dryness, mm-hmm. <laughs> then the Holy Ghost looks more favorably on you than if you have water dripping off well, you. Well, of course. Because nose. I remember when Jesus like refused to help the ugly people. Oh, for sure. It's all up uh-huh. in the New Testament. <laughs> All right. Yeah, if you're not attractive, Jesus is like, mm, yeah. sorry. Yeah. You see my beautiful curls on my blue eyes? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, Jesus. Gotta have blue the blue eyes. eyed Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we got some guidelines. A good guideline to follow is this Never cheat the Lord by spending too much of his time on the way you look, but do remember that physical appearance and health are very important for a successful mission. The sacrifice of time and thought will reap its rewards. How much time do you spend? No, it's got to be perfect or you're fucked. How do you know what's too much of Jesus' time? Well, when the Spirit's in your vessel, <laughs> they'll let you know. Uh-huh. Just tap the Spirit on the head. <laughs> <laughs> if I overstay my welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Dear me. Just the fact that we can be so entertained by an October 1972 article from the Mormons is just, well, is just it, so great. You know what's so funny about it is you say it's from 72 and I believe you, but the language doesn't feel all. All that different from no, stuff I, that's current. I wouldn't be shocked if someone was giving this today in church. I'd be mm-hmm. rolling my eyes Sisters. like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I am not Fanny Fact Check, just so everyone knows. No one is but Fanny. <laughs> the scripture I quoted from section 97 of the Doctrine and Covenants, fake scripture, points out the principle of sacrifice, but it also talks about making covenants. Latter-day Saints are a covenant-making people. Mm-hmm. That was like a fucking key word, whatever, for the longest time. It's only through a commitment to the Lord that a person ever becomes a better individual or receives any blessings. Oh, you have to commit to the Lord or you're just stagnant in life. Oh, for sure. Duh, Shelley. Duh, sorry. A missionary especially needs to make conscious, meaningful commitments. The third point to realize, therefore, is that there are many things a sister missionary should consider besides those general commitments that all missionaries make. One such covenant involves pledging to honor and support the priesthood authority over you, Mm -hmm. even though this authority be administered by an elder who is younger and less experienced. God, that's crazy. Because he has a dick and balls, Uh I don't care if he's an asshole. I don't care if he's four years younger than you. I don't care if, if he has no idea what he's doing. No, no, no. You honor and support his authority. Absolutely. Did this woman go on to later write Fascinating Womanhood? That's what Maybe. I want to know. Yeah, I'll have to double check. Okay. I'll have to double check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is an important lesson to learn, for the line of authority is an eternal principle of the gospel and of the home. 
Yeah, so be prepared because your man's going to be in charge if you get married. Oh, absolutely he is. Another suggestion might be to covenant that you will work so that you never have to be excused because you're a sister missionary. Yes, yeah, so don't, don't make the sisters look bad. Don't shirk. Work. Jesus. Okay, suggestions to sister missionaries. You ready? Diet. Oh. Exercise for a few minutes every morning, then eat a good breakfast and do not peace before lunch. Peace? Oh, I think peace means snack back in the day. It did? I don't know. I'm going to insert the word snacks. Make Is it P-I-E-C-E? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like take a piece of something? Maybe. I don't know. Exercise for a few minutes every morning, then eat a good breakfast and do not snack before lunch unless you want to put on weight. Oh, certainly. Those are mm-hmm. good. Let's worry about that. <laughs> yeah, God cares. And so, totally. Do you remember how Jesus fat shamed people and then like wouldn't hang with them? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. sure did. In some places, you can save a lot of time by eating your hot meal in an inexpensive restaurant or boarding house. Why is this a, in this writing? I don't understand. Because, because Mormons are used to having all the instructions mm-hmm. put out before them. So and, and, somebody has to write the instructions. Well, because this is a lady missionary, she's going to tell the lady missionaries how it's done. Mm-hmm. Because she's had it beat into her how you're supposed to do it. Who makes her the authority? She has no authority. She just happened to write the article. Okay. Make weekly menus and shop for as long a period as possible. This saves time and money, and you will not buy as many high-calorie treats. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> Do not have a food fad where you eat the same things every day. Uh, weird. Watch those Oreos. Watch them. Watch them. <laughs> eat at least one hot meal per day. What? what? This what? is so dumb. What if you're into salads? <laughs> no, you or have sandwiches. to you warm it up the fucking microwave. <laughs> Wilty ass lettuce, tomato. All right. If you are one pound overweight, what? it is too much. Take it off. Oh. Shit. Exactly. Take a shit and it comes off. (laughs) Good God. Ladies of the Mormon Church, I am so sorry. This sucks. Mm -hmm. Here's one. Instead of stopping at a bakery for a quick lunch, stop at the store and buy a yogurt, some cottage cheese, or some such prepared healthy food. Carry an apple or raw vegetable to tide you over until dinner. Oh, my God. This is fat shaming. This whole oh. thing is fat shaming. Oh, I'm not done with it. Yes, this is fat shaming. Fat shaming from the Lord. Yeah. When invited to dinner, you do not have to say you are on a diet. Just take small helpings, no seconds, and then cut down the next day. This way you do not offend the host and you can still accept invitations to dinner. Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck you, Mormons. Here's this one. is so much about weight. Of course it is. It's appearance. Do you want to have your vessel filled or not? Do guys have to be judged on their appearance? Uh, is there a manual for Well, dudes? there's the, you got to have your hair cut above your ears or some shit. I don't, I don't know. Uh, men, if you're listening, was there a how to stay slim and sexy part of the white Bible? <laughs> Let me know. Slim and sexy. Mm-hmm. Okay, another one. Never, never eat late at night. When you come home late after a discussion and you have not had time for dinner, eat a little salad or fruit and then go straight to bed and think how much skinnier you will be by not eating a large meal until the morning. Go to bed feeling, I'm going to be skinnier. God will bless me if I'm skinny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The spirit will certainly enter my vessel if I'm skinny. I wonder how many eating disorders were developed on missions. Oh, my God. Yeah, write in, people. If that's where an issue you might have or had began. That's such a good point. We'd love to know about it. Fucking church. Um, Chew gum only in the privacy of your apartment. This is not ladylike. (laughs) 
You know what else <laughs> I like to do in the privacy of my apartment? Oh, my goodness. Not her. <laughs> okay, grooming. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Elders' most frequent complaints are about sisters' hair. What? Why do they fucking Who the give a fuck shit? cares, you little kid? <laughs> Have a neat and easy style. Not too short or it will look like the elders. Uh, and long enough so that it can be curled on Sunday and for special occasions. Oh, fuck off. Oh, my God. Sleep on a satin pillowcase. This preserves hairstyle and also femininity. <laughs> the pillowcase <laughs> it regulates your femininity somehow? It, <laughs> it preserves your femininity. I guess. <laughs> this explains it. I've never slept with a satin pillowcase in my life. It's like you're sleeping on a sleeping bag and your head flies off. <laughs> your head flies off. The <laughs> cotton pillowcases suck the estrogen right out of you. <laughs> God, my pillowcase is getting heavy. It's filling up with estrogen. <laughs> that would be the satin pillowcase. Or no, no, it's cotton. Like- <laughs> Satin preserves. Satin deflects the estrogen oh, back I into see. your Cotton face absorbs you stay it. feminine. <laughs> I gotta learn this shit. I never had a little mustache problem until the, my cotton pillowcase started <laughs> absorbing all my estrogen. And then my voice dropped. Like, fuck! <laughs> get her some satin! Hurry! Hurry up! <laughs> God, this is so stupid. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. Do not feel that because you are a missionary, you cannot wear makeup. Do wear a minimum, but do not go completely without it. God, blah, blah, figuring blah. these things out, like how much is too much? How much is too little? Well, the elders will decide if they like it. Oh, hair. I see. Yeah, it's okay. up to the elders who mm-hmm. were in the 70s. They would have been typically at least two years younger than any of these women. Okay. And we all kind of know and agree, not all of us, but women kind of do tend to uh, mature quicker. Mm-hmm. So you've got these 21-year-old women being told by a 19-year-old boy if their appearance is acceptable. If, if they like their hair and if they don't, they're going to change the it. the Holy Ghost will enter their vessel or not. Mm-hmm. Authority, bitches. Mm-hmm. Clothes. Buy clothes that are easy to care for. Whatever your wardrobe or climate, put on clean underclothes mm-hmm. every day, even if it means taking five minutes the night before to rinse them out. Ew. I don't like the way that sounded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. That just kind of uh, made me throw up a little in my mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Do not carry one of those suitcase handbags that sister missionaries are so notorious for. <laughs> what? what are those? <laughs> Why? Now I want one. <laughs> Notorious, notorious. Go Duran Duran. Uh, carry only the essentials, just the essentials, in a medium-sized one. And, oh, it's and put, too big. And <laughs> don't have your handbag. Your today. handbag's too big, bitch. The Holy Ghost likes a tighter handbag it's situation. A, the Holy Ghost does like a tight for the, to enter the vessel. Um, carry only the essentials in the medium-sized one and put pamphlets or books in a separate plastic or leather case. Oh, okay. So you have to have two cases instead of one larger yeah. one. Let me, let me tell you <laughs> how to carry specific. your shit. It's very specific. Carry a combination rain-wind bonnet. <laughs> bonnet. <laughs> Some tissues and a couple of disposable scented towels in your handbag. Scented towels? Mm-hmm. The towels are nice for freshening up during a day away from your flat. <laughs> or deodorant's good, too. <laughs> what you, and what do you do with them? You freshen up. In all the right places. Was that like, you know, the equivalent of people use baby wipes or whatever? Maybe. Flushable wipes, let's say. Is that what she means by freshening up, do you think? 
Do you put that towel back in your handbag? Oh. I don't want to know what you do with a towel. Well, then you just rinse it out. <laughs> <laughs> the night before. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Lastly, for this section, spark up those drab colors with scarves and bows. Scarves and bows. Bows. Dear God, the bows. <laughs> okay, here's some more. Oh, these are miscellaneous. I always love the miscellaneous ones. They're like, well, throw these at them too. They need to do these as well. Mm-hmm. Learn how to make those quick, no-bake chocolate cookies for branch picnics. Well, you just told me not to get fat, and now you got me making chocolate cookies. <laughs> Why not bring carrot sticks? Oh, everybody else, <laughs> you just bring yourself a little bag of carrot sticks. That's true. You make Everyone the chocolate. Everyone can oh, okay. eat your cookies, but you can't. There should have been like a part B to this so that we would understand how to do that. Do not ever slap or poke an elder. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that one got poke, put in there. Poke. 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 <laughs> I'd rather slap them. I'm kidding. All you ex-elders <laughs> listening, I, I actually have nothing against elders. It just is funny that it's so— <laughs> It's very specific uh, instruction. <laughs> and I bet Can the, you kick the, them? Can you kick you them? You can kick them. Okay. In the nutsack. I bet the ex-elders <laughs> are listening and they're are like, I would love to have been poked by a sister missionary. <laughs> Define poke. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what And what are we slapping? <laughs> okay. Expect and then allow elders to open doors— Help into cars, put on wraps, and start your motorbikes. <laughs> Get your motor running. <laughs> Head on on the highway. <laughs> Tuck your skirt into your underwear. Okay. But wash it the night before. Or just rinse it out. I don't <laughs> no, know. You rinse it out. You don't wash it. Rinse it out. Why is that so much worse than wash it? Rinse it, it out. it just doesn't sound like there's any soap involved. Well, when you rinse it out, that, I think of like, you know, oh, I puked in that. Rinse it out and then we'll wash it when we get home. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, do not ignore their efforts, talking about the elders who were starting your motorbikes, because clearly you're a woman and you can't. Mm-hmm. But do not be obnoxious if they should forget sometimes. To start your motorbike? You know, this is so in line with that fucking— um, Fascinating womanhood. Fascinating womanhood, where it's like, yeah. allow them to do all the man stuff, but if they forget, like, let it, just let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Make sure you shower them with praise. Be helpless. Uh-huh. Shower them with praise when they do all the shit for you. But if they don't get around taking out the trash, just saunter your damn self down there and throw mm-hmm. it away. Do it femininely. Yeah. Start your motorbike femininely. You ready for this next? Now, I haven't read this before, so which is why I'm often pausing and like having to compose myself. Have a B-N-T-E week. Want to guess what that is? B-N-T-E week? Ooh, it could be a fucked up Mormon phrase of the day. Oh, are we cueing music? Sure. Let's throw it in there. Go. Cue music. It's the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day. All right, Mary, what is BNTE week on your mission? BNTE week? Specifically, the sisters need to have a BNT week. BNTE week. Uh, sure, it's not BLT? No, they'll be off their diet. <laughs> no, no, maybe no? The, the, no. just the L. <laughs> just the L week. Sorry, fat sisters. You just get an L because you're one pound overweight. <laughs> you have to eat lettuce. How, do you think the spirit's going to fill your vessel if you weigh 126? <laughs> right. So fucked up. B-N-T- it's, it's B-N-T-E. Those are the acronyms. You're never going to guess it. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. So go ahead and buzzer that, Dan. Thank you. I'd do the buzzer. Oh, buzzer that, Mary. <laughs> okay, B-N-T-E week is called B. Nice to Elders Week. Isn't that every week? Well, this is specific <laughs> because this is where you either cook something good or do something what? nice. What do they have to do district? for you? Do they do something for you? Start your motor. <laughs> get your motor, get your motor running. running. But if they don't, then don't be obnoxious about it. Just be like, well, I guess I'll get my own motor Give me motor your cookies running. anyway. They Wait, can be fat. <laughs> if the elder can't get your motor running, does that mean you do it yourself? I don't think that's allowed. Yeah, I see those eyebrows raising over Thank there. Thank you. 
Okay, so for about the Be Nice to Elders week, if you do this, remember that this week especially you must work like a whirlwind so no one can say <laughs> that you borrowed the Lord's time. Is that a thing people say? So when your kids are running late, you can be like, we're on the Lord's time I'm here. I'm going to start that shit. My kids are going to roll their eyes so hard. I'm going to hear their eyeballs hit the back <laughs> of their head. So what they're saying here is you need to have a week monthly where you do shit for the elders in your district. But you okay. got to do it fast because you don't want to interrupt all the other things you're doing um, as well. So like uh, extra blowjobs? Oh. <laughs> yes. Should we leave that in? Yes. <laughs> it's not even an option to take out. Oh. So many jokes. So many jokes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the sisters are being nice to the elders. Always participate with the elders on preparation day, P-Day. You yeah, have one what? day a week where you oh, get to like— Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I think do that shit. was a But there's pod. also a list of shit you can and can't do. Yeah, do your laundry or go grocery shopping or whatever the fuck. For example, I just read the next line. If it is something you cannot do, then at least be there to watch or cheer— what? What are, you, what are you talking about? This does wonders for mutual respect between elders and sisters. What are you supposed to cheer about? I don't know. It's like if the boys are doing something that girls aren't allowed to do or that, that girls wouldn't want to do. Well, I don't I don't want to play non-competitive basketball or whatever the fuck. I it's see. like you need, even if you don't want to do it, you need to go support the elders. On your P-Day? Yes. So instead of going grocery shopping for yourself, you're supposed to go and Cheer for their... the elders while they grocery shop. I don't fucking know. <laughs> God. If you get depressed— don't you mean when you get depressed? I'm depressed from just reading this <laughs> I know, fucking me thing. Too. <laughs> if you get depressed, when you get depressed, set aside a little time that day to do whatever raises your spirits. For example, spend extra time on your hair. That is never raised. <laughs> Does that raise your spirits? Nope. <laughs> Take a long shower. Oh wait, but you're not supposed to shower for more than what four minutes? Wasn't that the how oh, to not that's masturbate? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the guy's. Rules and not the women. Yeah, maybe the women rules. can shower for like eight minutes before they start touching themselves. <laughs> I don't know. Uh -huh, maybe. It takes me about six. Um, <laughs> schedule a time for meditation and then pray earnestly for help from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Lose yourself in the spirit and work very, very hard. Mm. That's mm -hmm. how you cure depression. Absolutely. Fix your hair. Pray. <laughs> Take a shower. And keep doing the same dumb shit you've been doing for mm -hmm. the last however many months and complete your mission. Oh, my God. There you go. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. That was some bullshit. Wow. Uh, Any um, listeners who might have served missions around this time? Well, okay. So something like this, I'm guessing, is not read by potential sister missionaries anymore, right? No, this is written in 72. Okay. Um, so now they just go by the Little White Bible for guidance? Is that well, I don't know. We, th this, so this wasn't um, specifically given to all future sister missionaries. It was an article found in the Ensign, mm -hmm. which people read. Right. So this isn't like in a guidebook, but this is basic. It made it through the freaking editing process, and they thought this is phenomenal. Let's mm -hmm. put it out there. But they also did put the skill of a man's right hand in here as well. So <laughs> We'll uh, have to read that another day. I wonder what—let me click it. What is it even about? I don't know, but we don't have time for it today. I think we should take another commercial break, and when we come back, uh, we got some patrons to talk we about. We have some patrons. Patrons. Mm -hmm. Okay, be right back. All right, we're back. We have not done patrons in a while. We've been hella busy. I have been noticing 
that our patron numbers have been picking up lately. Oh, that's nice. It is. And I've also noticed that some patrons who have left are coming back, sort of like the prodigal son. Um, <laughs> get which, out the fatted calves. Get, get out the fatted. Well, you can't have fat calves and be such a missionary. <laughs> Not even one pound over. Fat calves are a big no-no. Cankles? Don't get <laughs> no, me started. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> the spirit will not enter your vessel. <laughs> no way. If it can't get past the cankles, it just ain't going to happen. <laughs> God, fucking Mormons. <laughs> fucking Mormons. Too cankily. You know, <laughs> I can't get to the vessel. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, isn't everything about God, the God you do or don't believe in, supposed to be about looking at someone's heart? <laughs> Only if it's attractive. And <laughs> <laughs> not overweight. Oh, my God. No. The skinny, beautiful hearts. Skinny, beautiful hearts <laughs> Those with are pantyhose. In. That's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, for our prodigal... Patrons. Prodigal patrons. Prodigal patrons. Double we, P. We will still announce... We will re-announce your name. Let's as you do come. it. Let's yes. do it. Yes. I would do the same for prodigal channels members. Mm-hmm. We know it's been a downtime for everyone with uh, COVID and with us being busy and blah, 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 but we are back at it. So get your asses back mm-hmm. to supporting the podcast. Thank you. We appreciate that. And to forget... 10% of every tier level on Patreon goes to support Flourish Therapy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of which Kimberly is a part. And we read that letter last week. That was fantastic. Yes, amazeballs. So if you donated because of that letter, good for you. And that's uh, proving that people actually are benefiting from this uh, yeah. donation. And unlike the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, at the end of every year, we announce how much we sent. That's right. Like well, there's what? a reckoning. <laughs> there is the, there is the <laughs> reckoning. All right, patrons. I'm thinking um, with their initial, the first initial of their last name, if they sent one, should it be something that sisters are not allowed to do? We'll make up our, our sister rules. Oh, sure. Want to do that? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. okay. Patron <laughs> one. Christianette L. L? Ooh, can L stand for lust? Ooh, it always does. <laughs> so, so Christianette lust. Don't lust. Like don't lust. Don't lust. Don't after lust. Your companion. Oh, <gasps> after your sister companion. Let's turn all these into lesbian things, <laughs> like we always do. Done. Okay. Don't lust after your companion. Well, Maybe it's it... lusty. Maybe that's her last name. Oh, Christianette lusty. Lusty. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, on on that note, next is Olivia B. B. Clearly for boobs. <laughs> don't um, let your boobs hang out. Don't. So, uh, sisters, do not— accentuate your boobs. No, don't touch your companion's boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Olivia Boobs, thank you for joining us. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Okay, the next three didn't bother with with the last initial. Oh, okay. But let's just use their first. All right, who do we got? Uh, Lauren. Lauren. Now, this is L-A-R-E-N. L-A-R-E-N. I think the only way you can say it is Lauren. Lauren. Lauren or Lauren? Lauren. L-A, there's no U. Lauren. Could be Laren. Oh, shit. Laren. <laughs> Could be. So we need another L word. Got it. What? Lube. Lube? As in hide your lube from your sister companion. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Lube. Laren. Laren Lube. Laren. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Next is Aaron with an E. Oh, so an E. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... You're taking too long. I think Mary's having writer's <laughs> block. Okay. Aaron with an E. I'm going to say Aaron excited. Excited. As in don't get too excited if you do happen to see your companion's boobs. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Lastly. <laughs> don't do it. Oh, this is too easy. Lastly, Tamari. So T. Duh. T? Tits. 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 Tamari tits. <laughs> tits are off limits. 
Keep, In other words, don't that touch your sister companions. No, don't tits. do it. Don't even touch your own tits. Don't even look at any tits. Don't look. No tits. No, t- no <laughs> tits, tits are off limits. So we've got Christian at Lust, Olivia Boobs, Lyran. Was it Lick? No, it was Lube. Ah, lube. Lube. How did I forget <laughs> Lube? I don't know how you did that. I don't know. Then Aaron excited and Tamari tits. Okay. Well, thank you all for your support and you're welcome for your new names Mm, are they welcome Shelly I think so but we'll see if they cancel their support (laughs) next month we'll know they were not welcome yeah we'll know how they really felt tell us how you really feel Mm -hmm. Uh, reminder if you would like to give us financial support please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash support Mm -hmm. appreciate that just like that thank you so much I think we're wrapped up I'd say so yeah okay uh, I'd like to thank Dan from Extension Audio. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. Thank you so much. And don't forget to steer clear of those cults because they are no joke. No joke at all. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.